If you're looking for inspiration and challenge in the world of early years and Key Stage 1 education, then you've just found it. Welcome to the Early Excellence Podcast. Hello everybody, I hope you're well. My name's Andy Burt. I work here at Early Excellence as a curriculum consultant. Thank you very much for joining us for our Early Excellence podcast. Um, How are you? Um, I hope you've had a good week. Um, It was great to hear from so many of you on social media following on from our last episode, the last episode of the podcast, which was all about continuous provision in Key Stage 1. Great to hear how you are going to share the episode with your Key Stage 1 teams and also about all of the conversations and the discussions that it's led to um, that will support you with your practice. So always good to hear from you about all kinds of things related to the podcast. Um, If you haven't heard the episode yet, it is still available. It's on all of the usual platforms so you can get it wherever you normally get your podcasts. What else do I need to tell you? Um, Well, um, oh, actually, next week, really exciting moment, actually, next week. Next week here at the Early Excellence Centre, it's very exciting because we've got our first face-to-face training for, well, at least 18 months, probably quite a bit longer. Um, So since before the pandemic, our first face-to-face training happening here at the Early Excellence Centre next week on Tuesday the 12th of October, the first for a long, long time, which I think deserves, certainly deserves a klaxon, it's got to deserve a klaxon. (laughs) How about that? so what is it, the session? Well, our session actually is a bespoke session. It's with um, Astrea School. So we're looking forward to meeting all of the EYFS teams from Astrea coming to us for our first face-to-face training sessions for a long, long time. What else do I need to tell you about? Well, we've got on the same day, actually, on Tuesday the 12th of October, we've got our our open evening. It's a free event here at the Early Excellence Centre. There's still places available if you'd like to come and join us. Come and and have an explore of the centre and come and find out all about learning in the autumn. So using this time of year, the autumn, as an opportunity for learning and exploring all kinds of all kinds of rich and fantastic opportunities for learning that, that, that happen at this time of year. We're going to explore all of that. Okay, so great, great if you could join us. If you can't join us, actually, we are doing a live stream of the event too. So if you, um, if you live far afield from, from, from us here in Huddersfield at the Early Excellence Centre, don't worry, don't panic. You can still be very much a part of the event because we're live streaming it. Okay, there's more information on the Early Excellence website if you want to know more about that. Right, let's get on to this week then. This week on the podcast. This week's episode is about putting the EYFS framework into practice. We're going to be considering the important question of where to start when we're implementing the new EYFS framework. Something that I know lots of you will be thinking about at the moment. Okay, so here you go. I hope you enjoy the episode. I hope it gets you thinking and and I hope you find it useful. I'll be back just at the end, um, just with a few things to consider and a few other things to tell you about. (music) 
So hopefully you are all set. You've attended the training on the new EYFS framework. You've read the documentation. You've followed the many fiery online debates. And now, finally, you're ready to put the framework into practice, into your practice. But what are the key things that you'll need to focus on? Well, of course, there are all sorts of things that will need your attention. The importance of language and vocabulary, adult interactions and learning conversations, self-regulation and executive function, and that's without even getting to the idea of curriculum ownership and pedagogy. But let's take one thing, well, one step at a time, shall we? Let's take one, one thing at a time. One of the key objectives of the review and the subsequent reform of the EYFS statutory guidance was around assessment. And from my point of view, this should be the key priority for schools and for settings. Why should we start here? Well, because if we get assessment practice right, then many of the other pieces of the effective practice jigsaw will fall into place. Effective assessment practice is based on key principles, knowledgeable adults, and the right systems and routines. If we don't have a clear vision for EYFS, EYFS assessment within our school or setting, then practice can become weighed down by the burden of too many unnecessary written observations and captured images. If we're not careful, this information gathering process can take place at the expense of effective adult interaction. If, as the EYFS statutory guidance states, the number and quality of conversations within a language-rich environment underpins children's learning, then it would be ironic if the recording of prog progress became a barrier to progress. Also, the nature of adult relationships is closely linked to self-regulation. If our staff's main concern is to, is to position themselves basically behind an iPad, then opportunities to support self-regulation through a nurturing, supportive relationship will be missed. As Julian Grenier, the author of the Development Matters document states, as soon as adults are behind clipboards and iPads and digital cameras, the first thing that they are unable to do is to listen to children. We are undermining our core ability to just be in the moment with young children. What else do we need to consider here? Well, within the non-statutory guidance, the move away from detailed ages and stages formats has led to lots of debate around practice. Development Matters was, of course, not originally intended as a tracking tool, but rather to support practice by linking ages and stages of children to suggestions for enabling environment and the adult role. While schools and settings do not have to use the new Development Matters document, the, remo the removal of the ages and stages bans does raise important questions for our EYFS teams. If, as EYFS teams, we are to focus more on the needs of individual children rather than the Development Matters document, our staff will, quite rightly, need a clear understanding of how young children learn 
and of course how they develop. So at this stage of the school year there are some key questions which we all need to ask of our assessment practice in order that we put effective routines in place. So consider the following. When you think about your assessment processes and your assessment practice, is there a detailed and consistent understanding of child development across your team? How confident are your, your team, the rest of your, your early years team, in talking about how young children learn and develop? How confident are your team in identifying significant progress? If not, then the information that we gather might not be the information that we need. Other key questions. How many written observations are necessary within your team? Has this been discussed and has it been agreed? Do you have consistency across your team around how many observations and the length of observations that are taking place? What else do we need to consider? Well, a, a key one has got to be this. Do your observations inform your planning? Do they inform changes to your provision? Do they inform what you do in terms of the role of the adult within your setting? Because if our observations do not inform our planning, then we've really got to consider actually what is the purpose of them? Observations and observation assessment can't really just be a way of showing, the, showing what progress the children are making. Of course, that's important, but actually the amount of work and the development of understanding of our children needs to be used far more effectively than just to show progress. It needs to be used as part of our planning process. And also, in your setting, is the recording of progress a barrier to effective adult interaction and the building of positive relationships? What does the recording of, of learning look like? Does it ever get in the way of quality interactions or the, the possibility of quality interactions between children and adults? Does it get in the way of relationships being formed? Does it help or does it hinder us in terms of getting to know our children and responding to that knowledge. All of this, of course, also fits very well with the focus on curriculum and pedagogy within the new EYFS framework. Effective practice has always been about owning your own curriculum decisions and pedagogy. Following a framework or intervention blindly without understanding the why we're doing it doesn't tend to end very well. By starting with a focus on child development and effective assessment processes, teaching can be underpinned by clear reasoning and understanding. When knowledge of our children effective, effectively informs what happens next, our curriculum and pedagogy become meaningful. Meaningful to both our staff and, of course, to our children. So what do you think about that? That idea of linking your understanding of child development 
and also what you know about your own children through your assessment processes. Linking both of those to your curriculum and also to your pedagogy, how you go about teaching those children. To me, that makes perfect sense. So that actually what we've got there is something that's meaningful, meaningful to the staff and meaningful to the children, but also that we've got real ownership, ownership of, of what we're teaching and also ownership of how we're teaching it too. Now, I know many of you, if not all of you, are at the moment working on this, that idea of how we implement the revised EYFS framework, how we put all of that into practice and what it looks like. Um, well, we've put together a series of webinars, in fact, a series of webinar packages to support you with this. So we've got three different webinar packages all specifically around, designed around implementing the revised EYFS framework. So each of the three different packages each have three webinars, um, three online webinars for you to attend with lots of materials to support you in developing your practice. So the first of the three is called Bringing Your Curriculum to Life and is about all of those important ideas around what your curriculum needs to do, what it needs to be like and how we carry out that curriculum. Okay. The second is again about implementing the revised EYFS framework but has a real focus on understanding child development. So understanding how young children go about learning in order that we can create a curriculum, we can create assessment processes that are absolutely accurate and also a curriculum which is effective too. And then the third of our webinar packages is called strengthening your observation and assessment practice. So building on what we've been talking about, the idea of implementing the revised EYFS and really thinking in detail about what does observation practice need to be like? What does our assessment practice need to, to be like? What does it need to do? What does it need to enable us to be able to do with that information? So there's all sorts of key principles there around effective practice in terms of assessment, but also how we, how we link that to those key messages from the EYFS framework as well. Okay, so if you want to know more about any of those courses, um, there is lots there to explore. There's information on the Early Excellence website. So if you go to www.earlyexcellence.com, if you go to the courses section, so the online CPD section, you will find lots of information about each of those webinar packages. Um, also, we will put the link to that page in the, um, in the detail um, within the description to this particular podcast episode. Okay, thank you for listening, everybody. Have a great week. Take care. Bye-bye.